You're listening to Wilderness Club, a podcast exploring hidden treasures of the Word of God. We are James and Brooke, and we discuss how our own experiences interweave with God's plan for all His children in seasons of both wilderness and rest. Hello, and welcome to Session 12 of our Savior is Born Bible Study. You have done it. You've made it through 12 sessions in a Bible study, and you've made it through 13 episodes of, well, this is the 13th episode of this series of this podcast, and we have learned quite a, a good deal about the Lord and about promises that he has made. We've learned about his faithfulness. We've learned about some detail things like what Old Testament prophecy says about what would happen and about how that was fulfilled. And this session, I was I was really excited to get into this session uh, as somebody doing the Bible study because I thought you did a great job wrapping everything up. You 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 reviewed a few things and pointed out some new scriptures that backed up what had we had gone through. And then you put a nice, beautiful bow on it in this <laughs> this couple of verses in Isaiah. Uh, we we kind of end up in Isaiah chapter nine, verses six and seven. Um, I'm going to read those sure. two verses just in their entirety. Now, these are verses that people are probably pretty familiar with. These are these are verses that have shown up in songs and movies and TV shows. There's the we listen to this radio station out of Orlando, this Christian radio station called Z eighty eight point three, and they play Christmas music all through from Thanksgiving until Christmas. They play right. Christmas music. The one clip that they play fairly often, kind of in between every few songs, they play the clip from the Charlie Brown Christmas, okay. where Linus recites this mm. couple of verses. Yeah. Uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful, uh, a beautiful section. And, and so I'll, I'll just get into it. It says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. That kind of gets me a little bit emotional, like Mm -hmm. thinking about all the things that we've learned through this study and then coming to that and saying like, oh man, those promises that are just in those verses Mm -hmm. that he's going to be wonderful counselor. I mean... Ah, oh, it's just I was uh, breathtaking. I was reading um, some commentary from John Corson on this section, and he pointed out that there's counselors on the earth. They can kind of hear what you're going through and give you maybe some advice. But how many of them are also called wonderful and yeah. how many of them are called mighty God? Mm-hmm. He is going to God is going to or Jesus as wonderful counselor, mighty God, Jesus can hear what we're going through and he can give us advice, but his advice is perfect. Yeah. And if we follow his advice, if we follow his will, it will be the best possible outcome. Especially because not only does he know our mental 
health. Mm -hmm. He knows our physical health. I mean, he made every part of us. Right. He he knows every hair on our head. He created us in the womb. He he went through everything that we've been tempted in. He was tempted mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, man, it's just so amazing. And he's also our high priest, too, yeah. who can advocate for us. Yeah. And, and that's just, I mean, this is just one I know. one promise I know. on an, on an individual level. And this section is talking about much bigger scale than that. This oh is talking goodness. about the entire world. Yeah. This is talking about, I mean, it talks about his government. This was something that was missed, I think, by the uh, priests and the, the Pharisees. They, they, were, they saw this as saying he's going to have this great, massive government. And we're under the, the oppression right now of the Roman government. So mm -hmm. he's going to come in and he's going to destroy the Roman government and and set us free from this bondage. but and, and even the disciples thought that too. Oh, yeah. There were even points where they're like, yeah, okay, when are you going to do it? Right. Are you going to do it? <laughs> Jesus, yeah. come on. And in come fact, on. when after Jesus came back, after he was yes. resurrected mm -hmm. and f went up into, the, <laughs> up into the sky, they stood there watching. Yeah. Wondering, they're like, okay. okay. When 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 is your fleet coming? Yeah, and, you coming and back with the lightning bolts so, and stuff. So that shows that we we can miss it, even when even when we're so close to Jesus, even when we're looking at scriptures, even we can still miss it. So what do we do? We we make sure that we're constantly asking God to open our eyes and to reveal more and more truth to us, yeah. so that we don't miss all of the incredible promises that he yeah. does have for us. Colossians 1, 9 to 11, that's a, a prayer that I pray over my Bible study students, um, that I pray over my family, mm -hmm. is that the Lord would open the eyes of, you know, your understanding, give you all knowledge and wisdom. And, and that's what the Lord desires for us to do, yeah. is that as we're walking daily, to invite him in to help, us see the way that he sees and um and especially when we're studying his word too mm -hmm. uh, like i say in the study you know make sure that every time you're getting into the word that you're praying first praying for the lord to help you to understand one of my favorite verses is isaiah 118 which is it says come now let us reason together says the lord the lord wants us to reason with him to you know kind of hash things out with him and there are going to be times when we study the scriptures and this is for me this is for you as in james this is for i'm sure the listeners there are times where we will get to a scripture a piece of scripture and we will be like i have no clue what that means right and even our pastor has said that too like we don't know what this means. It could mean this. It could mean that. But we're going to trust the Lord in this. And so God invites us to lay it before him, to mm -hmm. reason it out with mm -hmm. him, and to talk with him about it, you mm -hmm. know, as we go through scriptures. And like we saw in this study, one of the ways that we can do that is by comparing scripture with scripture. Yes. Yep. And by going back and seeing, getting more context so that we can really see the promises and the faithfulness of God. Like, oh, and, and too, like going going back and, and even if you're you're stuck on something that you're reading and you can't quite understand and you want to cross-reference and you go through that, 
the, those cross-references are going to help. But even just reading other stories in the Bible yes. are going to remind you that, yes, you might have a misunderstanding of that, but God is faithful and God has promises and he is going to fulfill every promise he's ever made, regardless of whether or not you get caught up on a verse or, or a section or something like that. That doesn't change him. It doesn't change his yes. faithfulness and his promises. That is one reason. I'm glad you brought that up because that's one, that's probably not one of the reasons. That is the reason why I put in the back of the book, in the back of the workbook, to make a list of what I learned about God. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to do in any inductive studying of, of books of the Bible is what did I learn about God in this piece of scripture mm-hmm. or in that piece of scripture? Mm-hmm. And if you follow us on social media, we kind of put up posts about that. Yeah, We can maybe also do a podcast about it too, like how to break down the scripture and say like, what did I learn about God in this piece of scripture? Mm-hmm. And it's so easy to take, let's say like, uh, for God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. It's like, okay. God loves the world. That's one thing I learned in that verse. Uh, he has a son. It's his only son. Mm-hmm. It's his begotten son. Um, and then going on. He uh, gave his son for us. Right. So those are things that you've learned. Like, wow, I already learned three things about God within that one phrase of, mm-hmm. of the verse. Um, and, and in doing that, it helps. One of the things about the inductive method is going over and over and over the same section. Yeah. And some that, people hate that, but yeah. it there but is value. The value, one of the values is that it forces you to think more deeply about each verse. Exactly. When you look at the whole of the Bible, you go, "Man, this is a big Bible. There's mm-hmm. a lot of words. I got I don't know that I have the capacity for all those words." But when you when you actually get into it, you realize that there's precious few words available to say what they're saying and even in the even in the the birth story in Luke, it's only in Luke, mm-hmm. and the birth story of Jesus is a single verse, mm-hmm. and it's like how much incredible information is there, and it's just one verse. So that shows us that maybe when we read that verse, we need to pour yes, over it again and again right, and again right. to to really get every morsel that we can get out of it. And, and it even says that no book can contain all the things mm-hmm. that Jesus did, you know, yeah. on his, in his ministry, and we're like. So it's like, oh, but couldn't you just have given us a little more? And it's like, well, no, because it's hard for us even to evaluate this book, this these 66 books and 40 authors. And it's like, man, there's so much. And that is why I really do love the way that we go through these scriptures and, and break it down. And Okay, so this session wraps up the bible study that means yes. that this session of or this episode wraps up the bible study episodes of our podcast <laughs> right what would we like to leave the listener with as we wrap up this episode so for me in this last session session 12 my heart is that the student sees the faithfulness of God mm-hmm. as they're seeing the Old Testament prophecy with the New Testament fulfillment, that they see God's faithfulness and in seeing God's faithfulness are able to 
trust him more. Mm -hmm. And as they trust him more, fall more in love with him. Absolutely. And as they fall more in love with him, spend more time with him. Mm -hmm. And as they spend more time with him, as they spend more time with him, trusting and looking out for the faithfulness that he has put in their lives, that they see those prophecies that they that have been in their life and the fulfillment, mm-hmm. the promises that God has put in their life and the fulfillment, the purpose that he has given them for their life and that being fulfilled. That's my desire is yeah. that the reader draws closer to the Lord, sees his faithfulness, and then is able to apply that faithfulness and that trust into their own lives. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wilderness Club. We invite you to find us at wildernessclub.co, that's calm without the M, where you can get in touch with us to ask questions, learn more about our faith, and who we are. We invite you to join the club. Thank you.